We continue our series together, Seeing Better in 2019, Gaining God's Vision for Your Life. Today, we're going to be talking about having eyes of faith. Eyes of faith. So I want to uh, begin by sharing uh, about a, a little book that I was given. Got the cover up here. Little book. It was given by a, an older pastor friend of mine. I think he's getting close to 80 years old. Uh, but he is young at heart. Uh, he's just a guy that he keeps kicking. I love uh, Brother Harold. Uh, he's out in New Jersey still. We, we did a lot of ministry and, and worked together out in Jersey. And just had a good, great friendship. We often, uh, when he came over to the church office, I, I brewed the coffee and he brought the donuts. It was great. Yeah. I got the better end of the deal because he bought some really, really good donuts every time from a local bakery. And so, yeah, so I love Brother Harold. And uh, he, he gave me this, uh, this book, Bird Life in Wington. And it was maybe not so much for me, but for our kids. So in this, this little book that was written, I think, back in the 1940s. Hold on, let me see this. Yeah, 1948 is the, the, when this book was published. And it has a lot, it's a lot of short stories uh, about birds. It's all about the bird life in Wington and the things that they learn that teach kids and, yes, adults. Yeah, Karen and I are learning too. There's some interesting stories in here uh, about God's way, uh, the way of the Bible and fun little stories with birds. So one of the last stories we read, uh, and I'm going to start turning to you now, It's called Learning to Fly. Learning to Fly. And in this story, we have uh, two uh, young friends. Uh, one is Baldy Eagle. That's his name, Baldy, the little guy, Baldy Eagle. And then Bushy Squirrel. So we've got a little eagle and a little squirrel hanging out together one day. And you can kind of see their uh, competitive nature kind of coming out. And uh, I'm just going to, I want to read a short segment uh, from the story and share how this kind of connects with us and connects with Eyes of Faith today. So Bushy Squirrel had come over one afternoon to Baldy's nest when both Mr. and Mrs. Eagle were away. After a while, Bushy said, my daddy is the best climber in all the world. He can climb the highest tree in the forest. But my daddy can fly over the tops of all the trees, said Baldy. He can fly away, away up almost all, way, all the way to the sun. That's nothing, said Bushy. Flying is easy, but climbing is hard. If you think flying is easy, why don't you try it, said Baldy. I dare you. Well, we remember that as kids, right? I dare you. Of course, Bushy had never seen his father or mother fly, but he had heard them talking one night about flying squirrels. And he didn't like to pass up a dare. So he said, all right, here I go. Watch me. And with that, he jumped off the limb, spread out his feet, swished his tail, and headed straight for the ground. 
Probably he would have been killed, but for the fact that he landed on a big limb about 20 feet below. He grabbed it with his claws, and he held on for dear life. He was so frightened that he lay quite still for several minutes before he dared to move. And Baldy Eagle was almost as scared as he was. Both of them decided then and there that they would never, never try to fly again. Of course, the story goes on later on that uh, Mr. Eagle is talking to his son, Baldy, about learning how to fly. You know, he's coming of age as a young eagle. Needs to learn how to fly. And his son is so scared. Doesn't want to talk about flying. Just turns the other way. And Mr. Eagle didn't understand why his son would be so afraid. Like I just read, we, 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 we heard in the story that Baldy saw Bushy Squirrel fall to his, his almost certain death when he tried to fly. And since Bushy Squirrel and Baldy were about the same age, Baldy figured, I can't fly either. I'm not going to try this ever. Because he thought, if I try to fly, I will get really hurt or worse. But along the way, his dad encouraged him. His dad reminded him that he was an eagle. And he was made to fly. He was made to fly. This story illustrates that sometimes we let what we see get in the way of what God wants us to be. Just take that in for a moment. Sometimes we let what we see get in the way of what God wants us to be. Have you ever been like Baldy Eagle in the story? Letting your fear keep you back from God's purpose in your life. See, Baldy saw Bushy Squirrel fall. He's like, I don't want that to be me. But he didn't realize he's not a squirrel. The squirrels are supposed to climb. That's their purpose. The eagles are supposed to fly. That's their purpose. And so Baldy let fear get in the way from his purpose. How often does that happen to us? By what we see in the lives of others, what we see, what we hear, and that impacts us. And our fears start to rise up. We all have it. We just have to be honest about that. We have it, you know, I think just about every day in some way, shape, or form. But our, our fears often erode our faith. But check this out. It is our faith 
that is supposed to override our fears. Our faith. That Jesus gives us is supposed to override our fear. Faith means that we will take a step forward with courage without seeing what's coming next. There is always the unknown, always. But faith will still move forward, trusting that God will guide us. Pastor Mark Batterson wrote that faith is taking that first step before God reveals the second step. Often we can't see what's down the line until we take that first step of faith. And he points out a good example of this in the Old Testament, Joshua 3, verse 8. We don't have this up here. But in the story, God tells the Israelites to cross the Jordan River after their time of wandering in the desert. And it's time to enter the promised land. See, this is now the purpose for them. It's time to go forth, to cross over the Jordan River. But the Israelites needed to take that first step into the river. See, God didn't say just you stand back and just wait for the miracle, to wait for the waters to part. He said, go, and the leaders among you, step in the river. And then the miracle happened. Then the waters parted so they could walk across and enter the promised land. See, they needed to get their feet wet. Sometimes we need to do that. So they needed to activate their faith. They had to step in that water. And then something miraculous happened. So are we willing, my brothers and sisters, to, to kind of get our feet wet, to activate our faith, to see then what God will do through it? In Hebrews 11, verse 1, we hear that faith is having confidence in what we cannot see. So faith is believing, number one, number one, faith is believing that God exists. Even though we can't see God with the naked eye. That's the first step of faith. It's believing in what we cannot see. It's that God is real. God is with us. And it takes us to our key verse of today's message. And church, I want to just say this together. For we live by faith and not by sight. Short verse. Sweet verse. You know, this little verse has a lot of power in it. If we were to continue to memorize it. There's certain scriptures that I want to say memorize so it can be in your mind and in your heart when those troublesome and fearful times hit you, for they will. And you can remember, for we live by faith. You could say it. My family and I, we live by faith and not by sight, not just by what we're seeing around us at the time. See, God could have designed this world in any number of ways 
Yet he decided that he would be known not primarily with the eyes in our head, but with the eyes of faith. With belief that would not be superficial, but a kind of belief that would need to come from deep within. A belief that would come out of our soul that God formed within us. It's just the way God designed life. He could have done it many ways, but this is the way. He's God. It's the way he decided. So I want you to see me and know me through faith. The Lord honors and blesses faith. Here's the thing. It's not hard at all. It's not hard to just look what's right in front of you and believe that that's all there is. Believe like this is what, you know, what I see, so that's what, what it is. That's it. See, that's not hard at all. We remember the words of Jesus, the Gospel of John, it's, uh, chapter 20, verse 29. He said... To the disciple Thomas, this is after he was raised from the dead, Jesus said, Blessed are those who have not seen, but yet have believed. That's where the blessing is. Do you want to be the blessed people of God? Then he says, he says, even though you do not see Will you believe? And often our faith becomes stronger. Our our ability to, to see with those eyes of faith and know deep within of God's presence when we read the words of the Bible, the words of Jesus. We start to connect with his word and with the guiding presence of his Holy Spirit. Now, being a person of faith... Trying to see things every day with eyes of faith does not mean that you won't go through some really difficult times. I know people often think that. If I just have faith and I follow God, I'm not going to go through hard times. And that's just not true. The Bible really never says that. You know, things in the world, difficult things happen to everyone. It's how we respond to those things, what we believe about those things, what we believe about God in the midst of those things that makes all the difference. See, like everyone else in the world, you will face sickness, cancer, and loss, but you will be able to see it differently than other people. You will be able to see differently. See, when you have eyes of faith that start to come into focus, you will see hope. And that's a good thing. We have a God of hope. The Apostle Paul, who called himself the chief of sinners, and he really kept it real. I mean, he's like, I'm the worst of sinners. But it's interesting, God allowed him to write uh, most of the New Testament. It shows God has grace and mercy. He's a friend of sinners. Came to save. So he allowed Apostle Paul to write a lot of the New Testament. Apostle Paul, uh, he faced all sorts of horrible situations. 
See, he wasn't immune from all those things of life. And I want to go now to 2 Corinthians. I think we have that up here. 2 Corinthians 4.8. For him and the other disciples that were with him on the missionary journeys in the early church. He says, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. See, if you only look at things in the world through just your eyes in your head, then uh, when you're hard-pressed on every side, the first part, the result is you will feel crushed. And when you're perplexed, if you're just looking with your eyes, you're going to be in despair. If you're persecuted, you're going to feel abandoned. And when you're struck down, you're going to feel destroyed. But Paul is saying when you see things with eyes of faith, then you realize you're not crushed. You're not in despair. You will not be struck down and you will not be destroyed. Faith will allow us to see things differently. And when we see things differently, it will lead us to live differently. So for most people, the world happens to them. This is true. I want to think about this. All the circumstances just affect them. See, the world just happens to them. But I believe God wants us to happen to the world. That's a totally different way of seeing it. He wants us, through his power and strength, to happen to, to the world. So to say it another way, without faith, the world will affect you. With faith, you will affect the world. See, without faith, we tend to take the victim mentality. Look what's happening to me. Woe is me. But with faith, we can start to live in victory. That we will conquer through the love of God, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Our main point for this morning, and then we're going to close up shop. Here it is. Without, or excuse me, having Eyes of faith means you can look at any situation and see that God is with you. Working all things for good. And is leading you forward one step at a time. So what are you going through right now? What are you facing? What are you seeing with your natural eyes that is giving you fear? And now, now, how is God calling you to see with eyes of faith? Remember, God is with you. God is good, and he will lead you forward faithfully, one step at a time. No matter what you're facing, he will lead you forward. You're in good hands.
Let's pray. Lord, thank you today for helping even now by your spirit, Heavenly Father, in us, around us, increasing faith in us. We say, yes, Lord. We want our faith to override our fears. Help us to remember where we live by faith and not by sight. We're not going to just be affected by everything we see around us. Lord, we're going to have the faith to know you are right here. You are good. You're going to get us through. If we can't walk forward, you're going to carry us. Lord, we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness given towards us. And that love and goodness we can share with others. Help us to be people of faith, Lord, and keep us strong. In your name, Jesus, amen.